What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Worldwide Technology Championship DraftKings DFS Preview. And it's Halloween week, baby. And it's a ha- it's Halloween episode. I am, um, well, um, I am... I am recently, I'm recent Tiger Woods. You know, I, I am, uh, here I am. I didn't know Tiger was such a big Call of Duty guy. You know, I got the shorts. I got the shorts, you can see. I got the shorts. I got the leg sleeve. Wonderful. Looks incredible. I, got the, I mean, that's dead on. That's really good. It, I mean, it's the exact same shorts. I, I, they, there's a weird zipper on the side. I even saw in another angle of that video from Tiger the other day. Um, Are they really expensive? Because it's Tiger, you know, he's got a lot of money. They they were like $40 basketball shorts, which for Nike basketball shorts, yeah. I think that's kind of okay. But, but you'll wear them. It's not like you, you can just wear them for the costume. You can... Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'll wear them. Or I might give them... Uh, my 13-year-old's already called dibs on the hoodie. I got it a little bit small for me so that I can give it to him because I'm not going to wear this. Mm-hmm. But he plays Call of Duty. So now the Raiders hat... I, you know, I can't, I don't like the Raiders, but, you know, it is, it is pretty much the hat. His is fitted and has the NFL shield on it, but I could not find the fitted version. He probably got it at a Raiders game. Yeah, but this is a killer eBay find. First thing I bought off eBay in about three decades, two, two decades. But my, my costume is nothing compared to, uh, compared to yours, sir. Which I will say, after we did the betting show live, a lot of comments in the chat on the betting show, and I, I see further comments in our Discord already. Possible controversy with your, your costume. I, I get it. Um, controversy, some would say. Controversy. Um, look, by the way, salutations, greetings. Greetings, Steve. Salutations, yes. Um, you know, I'm a quiver with excitement about my, who I am. <laughs> Because I am, I am Brandel Chambly, but I am, I am unkempt, you know, disheveled. Yeah, Brandel Chambly, and some might say that Brandel has been disheveled a lot this year in certain situations. Yeah. Um, so I figured, you know what, I need to, uh, I need to become disheveled, Brandel. Um, now I did hear that, you know, some people are saying um, Frank Nabilo, but then I'd have to try and do an accent. And look, it's hard enough just to try to get the words in that I'm trying to get in. Trying to do an accent, you know, is is not going to work. So, uh, oh, we're getting some. E- How do you say his name? Iman, Eman, Eman, Eman Lynch. Lynch. I don't know, but he's a dick. So, yeah. um, anyway, I um, I have a question. I mean, you know, we just we recorded the betting or we did the betting show a couple hours ago. I would say you look the same level of shoveled, disheveled. Um. But you're something else. Something you, you look a little more, um, a little more glazed, like a like a good Krispy Kreme donut than you did on yeah, the betting show. Yeah. Well, did something happen. You know, you try to, you know, when you do one show, the next one you try to make it a little bit different. And so mm-hmm. I tried to spray my eyebrows with the the silver <laughs> stuff, and it didn't work out so well. It got all in my eyes, and it went up. <laughs> it like the spray wasn't too. It was it wasn't like a direct spray, so it kind of went up towards my forehead. So then I was trying to wash it off right before we came on here, and it's it's still a little smeared. There's a little bit in my eyebrows, though. 
What did, did you skip the mustache? Like, what's the reason for skipping the mustache? You look like Hulk Hogan in the NWO years. I was worried about it going in my mouth. This part, that's I what can... she said. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, based on what I know of Brandel, he never worries about that. Yeah. Um. Do you think we'll get in trouble? You think Brandel will see this? Maybe. You think? I don't even know. Are we blocked by Brandel? I don't think we've ever like gone in on Brandel. But are we even? Let's. No. But you know what? This could um, exacerbate things. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, that's not. No, we're not blocked. Okay. Yeah. Um, listen, if you if you haven't seen the the betting show, Pat, I I, I will say it now. I it took me a minute to to get it out on on the on the betting show, but I'm going to say it now. Like Pat gets all the kudos for his valiant efforts and thought that he put into his costume. Um, he's working in big words throughout the show, which was hysterical in the betting show. I, I, I can't imagine it will be better in this show, but it could be, could be. And for a man who has a real job on a Monday, the, the level of dedication, I, I don't think I've seen out of Pat, maybe all of 2023. I've definitely seen it out of him before, but I, I just, I appreciate it. And I think other people, I think people watching should appreciate it as well, especially watching on youtube you should hit the like button go ahead and do it right now you should subscribe to the channel if you've not already i can't imagine that you've not and yet you're watching this for the wwtc in the fall but in case you're not go ahead and do that uh drop a comment tell pat how much you appreciate him and if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify you should just make make a point to check it out so that you can see visually what's happening here but also leave a five-star review because you love pat so much well you know we just look it's the fall db it's the fall we'd love to 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 do what we do in the fall, but sometimes you got to mix it up and Halloween gives you a good opportunity to do that, to be someone else. I mean, look, you're tiger, yeah, I but yeah. you're not necessarily tiger on the golf course. Neither no, am I, at all. Neither, neither are a lot of us, but, um, you know, um, it's just a, it's a good time to do this. I had another idea that I was going to do, but it would have been required me to shave my entire face again. And last time I did that, my wife just did not, did not appreciate that, um, but she was going to Africa, so I had time to grow it out. She's not going to Africa right now, so I couldn't do it. But uh, you know, I thought Black Ops Tiger was was not a bad not a bad one. Uh, no, we, I love it. That by the way, that was exactly the reason that I didn't want to be like you know well put together, Brandel. Mm, it's because right. I think then I would have had to shave the beard and I would have had to like look clean and you know you know tightened up and everything. And I was like, well, I don't want to do any of that, so I yeah. need to be unkempt unkempt brand makes sense you're like brandle um in rehab like rehab brandle yeah cool um we, we actually have one more costume to show because you know a lot of people think guys you, why don't you guys just mail it in for the rest of the fall you got three events left on the pj tour just mail it in and we're like no no actually we're gonna turn it up a notch we're gonna have some we're gonna have a great show today we're gonna have a great show next week for the butterfield bermuda we're gonna have a great show for the rsm classic by the way we're gonna be in sea island for the RSM, I think Tuesday through Thursday. If you're there, let us know. We, we, we might schedule some sort of listener meetup or dinner or something, you know, to tackle the course together on Thursday for round one. Um, so let us know if you're going to be there. But no, we're, we're not going to mail it in. In fact, we're bringing in, we're bringing in help. You know, we had the privilege to get to know uh, our boy producer Tony at the Better Sports Network show. And we've said, Tony, c- come help us elevate these, these last three episodes and make them, make them something. And Tony not only showed up today, but he showed up. He showed up dressed up. Tony, what do you, introduce yourself. Hello, world. 
yes, I am. Uh, I am dressed as much as preparation as Pat put into his costume. Um, I put in about as much as the PGA Tour and the PIF did in announcing this new co. So I'm in this blank space wall room here. Mm. They've just got me captive. I've got my official new co cap, my new co shirt. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to be helping you boys out. Um, you guys really make uh, just golf fun. And that's, uh, that's something that I like doing. Um, been in and around the golf world for last decade or so. Uh, previously working at Sirius XM. So that was my big thing is just trying to make golf fun. So you guys know how to do that kind of a, a natural fit there. So, and what a perfect way to, to kick it all off. Yeah. Just getting up. You know, Tony's come a long way. I mean, we're good friends with uh, <clears throat> Carl and Dennis Paulson, you know, the, the inside the ropes boys. <coughs> Get it out. On Sirius XM radio. <laughs> Tony used to be the producer for their show. Now he's not. And he's producing our show. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, Tony. It's a, it's a, it's an upgrade for sure. Oh, I will a... say this though, Tony, and um, thank you for the kind words because we love to make it fun. But you know, you're you've got the Nuco, um, you know, branding so, on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Did you use like a safety pin for that? And did that make you like whenever I have to do a safety pin into a like where skin is on the other side of the shirt, I get really concerned something bad's going to happen. Or did you just um, oh, I had just tape it. Steady hands. Yeah, no, there's a there's a safety pin. That's a little a little dot right there. And that's why it just came undone from one side. So now my official shirt is kind of we don't want the Nike logo showing. Oh so god, no. That up. Pat, yeah, we can't do that. Pat's a big feel guy. Like he's a he's a he's a I don't sensory. like needles anywhere near my body. Yeah, he's super, yeah, very strange. Yeah. Um excited to have Tony here. He's also very funny himself and has a lot of good golf takes. So he'll he'll chime in from time to time for sure. And uh, it's going to make the next next three weeks really good. So, thank you, Tony. And there he goes. Look, look at him. He just ba- he's he's right back to doing his producing stuff. Um, all right, that's the costumes. That's what's up. Uh, we are going to get into our thoughts here on uh, this new golf course, um, our picks for DraftKings and such. Want to remind people that there's plenty of activity still going on in the Discord for the fall. The, the SoBet Saturdays have been tremendous. So we've had a different NFL and college football handicapper come in every single Saturday uh, from 11 a.m. to noon Eastern, and me or Pat are hosting our guest every Saturday to talk through the slate, give some bets, give some picks. Our, our, this last week, I had the privilege of hosting TP3Bets, who is just un- incredible, especially in college football. He went 8-0 a couple of weeks ago in college football, went 6-3 and with us very narrowly, Missed a seven and two week, came with some great facts and some stuff. I'm talking like no, your regular people aren't thinking about. And, and the way he prepared for the games and the way he prepared for the chat was fantastic. If you're missing that, I know it's Saturday, you got stuff to do, but if you're sitting around between 11 a.m. and noon Eastern on a Saturday, hop in the Discord. Uh, you, can, you can give it a listen. It's fantastic stuff. It's every Saturday through the football season. So shout out to Sobet for knocking that out. Uh, if you've not already joined SoBet, you can click the link in the description. There are now over 60 handicappers, now 60, in SoBet, uh, helping people with every sport, every sport imaginable that you can bet on. You can bet on it at SoBet, including uh, exclusive bets from us. Every single week there's a tour event, our, uh, our round robin drops, which is up like nine units so far in the season. Uh, click the link in the description, sign up if you haven't already, as well as uh, hop in the Discord. Link's in the description there too. Plenty of fun being had during NFL season there in the Discord. The Sobet, uh, Sobet contest winner 
has not is not yet announced because we're still waiting on Sobet to tally up all the all the members and pull us a winner. But we'll announce that shortly uh, in the Discord, maybe on social. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. All right, Pat. This golf course, El Cardinal at Diamante in Los Cabos, Mexico. It is Tiger's first ever. Uh, I guess official design as as being the architect back in 2014, I believe. Architect, I'm using loosely. Not sure how involved he was, but um, we uh, we we know a little bit about it. But the good news is, as the tour junkies, we have tons of friends who are caddies, who are players, and they're in Los Cabos, Mexico. And uh, our boy Austin Goggert, one of our favorite caddies on tour. Actually, did a little video for us, and he um, he's he's gonna he's gonna tell us what he sees at uh, at uh, El Cardinal in just a moment. But we don't have the video right now. But we'll get it, and then we'll share it out. Okay, so don't don't sweat it. We'll put it in the Discord, and we'll we'll learn all about it. But what we do know is this is par seventy two. It's seventy four hundred yards, sixty yard wide fairways, eighty three hundred average square foot greens, past palum grass all the way through. This is going to, and there's zero weather predicted the entire week. Not a, like, no wind at all. To be a coastal resort course built for, you know, hack vacationers, this thing is going to have no defense whatsoever. Uh, And I think the winning score is going to be 25 under, maybe even better. This place is going to get mauled to death. Now, there was a hurricane last week that came through. Probably softened the place up a little bit. I'm I'm hearing that already. It's just going to be a dart-throwing contest, rip driver everywhere, make a bunch of putts, make a bunch of birdies. Uh, anything else to add there, Pat? Or, uh, sorry, sorry, Brandel. No, I, I wouldn't add anything. Um, I don't want to be too loquacious, but um, I would just say that, you know, I mean, it's like you said, it's going to be an easy course. Um, there's going to be a lot of scoring, resort-style course. Um, just got to be great with your irons. And, you know, we got a little little pass palum here out here on these greens. So we'll see how that goes um, with these guys. But look, it's, it's going to be a fun week. I'm excited. I love when we get a new course and uh, we get to see how they play it. Yeah, big fan of, uh, big fan of Loquacious. Yeah. Um, guy, had a, guy had a deadly, deadly fadeaway. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, let's get into it. 9K and above range, and it starts, starts with none other than the guy who's going to win this thing. Ludwig Aberg. Okay. Ludwig Aberg at 11 or, or Obear Aberg at 11 2. Cam Young is playing for what, what reason? I don't know. Uh, Sahith, Stefan Yeager, Lucas Glover, Bo Hossler, Grio, Detry, Spawn, Svensson, Batia, Kirk, and Luke List. Now, Pat, there are a couple of things at play here that I think people need to know about. We talked about a little bit uh, on the betting show, but this is kind of we're getting into bubble season. These, these three weeks are going to be critical weeks for just about every player in the field, um, for one reason or another, whether it's World Golf Ranking or FedEx Cup Ranking, which that's probably applies to more than World Golf Ranking. But for our friend Ludwig, it's really the World Golf Ranking. He currently sits 58 in the World Golf Ranking. He is not qualified for the Masters. But if you end the year top 50 in the world, you are automatically qualified to come to Augusta in April. And, uh, and playing the Masters. Now, I mean, I could also just see him winning between now and then and getting into the Masters easily. And also the Augusta National can extend an invite to whoever the heck they want. But I, I, gotta, I gotta believe he's looking at that, right? But then the other bubble is the, the FedEx Cup bubble. And there's really two. There's finishing in that additional 10. I can't remember what they're calling it. Like the next 10, I think is what they're calling it. 
So it's the top 50 in the FedEx Cup standings after, um, the, uh, after the regular season. Those are automatically qualified to all the signature events next season. But the 51 through 60 at the end of the RSM in a few weeks will get into, I think, the first three or four. I can't remember what it is. But they get into additional signature events. So guys, guys are trying to get in or stay in that 51 through 60 number. And then, of course, the number 125 is where you got guys who are battling it out to you know, secure, you know, keep a tour card and keep full status. So you've got these two different bubbles going on within the FedEx Cup and then the World Golf Ranking bubble, really where I guess most people are just looking at for the Masters. Um, but Aberg, I, I just, I mean, th- there's three names in here that I think for sure will be chalky plays or extremely popular plays in DFS. And as we know, when you play DFS, it's important to, uh, to have some leverage, to have some guys that aren't really chalky, aren't super high-owned. But we also know that it seems as of late that you gotta, you got to have some chalk or you're probably not going to get it. So uh, if there's chalk you're going to eat, it might be in this range. It might be in the AK range. But Ludwig is going to be popular. Uh, I think Bo Hostler is going to be popular. And I think Luke List, based on the price and his recent play and the way he fits this golf course, those to me are three names who I think will be rather popular in this range. And I like all three, and I understand why all three are popular. Um, but I, I, don't know, I, I don't know that I'll avoid all of them. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have Hostler, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have Ludwig. I may pass on Luke, depending on how high he gets, but I don't see how Ludwig doesn't win this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right, especially on the chalk. Um, and I think Ludwig certainly has a great chance to win this. And um, I think Sahith is going to have some chalk. And he's yeah. kind of like the chalk that I, I don't want to mess with. I think if, I, if I'm looking at a fade, like a, a fade of some chalk in this range, I think Sahith is going to be the one that, that I think I'm going to fade. Um, but he is coming off of a, you know, he's had a good fall so far. He had, had his first victory. Um, you know, I, I know like when you look at a course like this where, you know, the fairways aren't that difficult to hit and he tends to spray it a little bit. I feel like it, it, could, it could be a decent setup for him, but yeah. I think I'm just going to stay away from Sahith. Uh, and, and I do think he's going to be a little bit chalk. So we talked, we, we debated on Cam, uh, Cam Young and yeah. Ludwig on the betting show. I, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's $300 cheaper. I think there's a lot more question marks in terms of his play than Ludwig. But in the DFS world, it is, it is definitely about leverage. I could see Ludwig getting at 30% plus territory in terms of, to, in terms of ownership averages. He's owned in 30% of lineups across DraftKings contest. And if that's the case, you know, you could be looking at a, I, I don't know, like what's the lowest we think Cam, Cam Young could come in? Like I, I think it's probably in that 10 to 15% range. And I could see how that yeah. could be attractive as a possible pivot. It would be attractive to me. It would be. Yeah. I mean, Cam Young is, can be quite capricious. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's you never know what you're gonna get from from Cam Young. So when you have a capricious player like that, you, you could have that you know that you know that leverage could come right there in the ownership. I I just don't know why I, I said this on the bench. I don't know why he's here. He's he's in the top fifty. He can't improve his FedEx position. Um. Actually, what's his? Maybe I didn't think about that. What's his world golf ranking? Tony, can you look up his uh, uh, Cam Young's world golf ranking? Because I guess 
he would not be, or would he be qualified for Augusta? Where did, how did he finish Augusta last year? Did he play last year? Has he played Augusta yet? Yes, he's played Augusta. I don't know why I can't remember. Okay, okay. Oh, he finished, sure. oh he finished T7, so he's automatically in because uh, the top 10 is qualified, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's not, here to, he's not here to play Augusta. Yeah, he's 17th in the world, right? I think there are going to be some players, though, that are, it's just like one-off type deals. I think JT played in, at the Fortinet because he Ryder was Cup. Ryder Cup stuff. But you're going to have a few guys, I think, that might show up at some of these events just, just because they, they want to try to play in a tour event in the fall and it works out with their schedule or not vacationing. Or they, it's almost like a vacation. I don't know. Um, and so they, you just might see a guy like Cam Young just play just for the heck of it. And who knows? Maybe that's a good thing for him. Nobody's really expecting much from Cam yeah. Young. Yeah. I, I don't know. Ludwig now feels like the new Cam Young that everybody was excited about. Maybe Cam's actually played this golf course before and loved it, and we just don't know it because it's the first time it's ever been played on tour. No. Really? I don't know. I mean, because it's a vacation area. Like, maybe he's been there and yeah. played the course and was like, wait a second, they're going to play a tour event here in a year? I, I don't know. I'll lit this thing up. I'll tell you who I'm not paying up for is Jaeger and Glover. Um, Glover, kind of same thing applies. I'm not really sure what he's doing here either. It doesn't have to be here for any reason, other than maybe, like, I wonder if, you know, <laughs> Glover got added to the, uh, you know, Glover's on the TGL roster. The, the Tigers, the Tiger indoor no. simulator roster. He was the like one of the last guys in, which is just really incredible to think about. Lucas Glover making that roster. It is indoors though, which means he he avoids he avoids uh, humidity, which is good for him. Yeah, I can see Lucas like when he's going through his schedule for the year. It's like he just takes a rather perfunctory. Yeah, I, I knew it was coming. I, I could, I could, he I could. Just, God, I could feel it coming. Yeah. He just doesn't, just doesn't pay much attention to what's going on. You think Luke, Lucas really perfunctorizes a lot? or You think he's a perfunctorizer? Yeah, I do. That's a bull. You, you said that about Patrick Reed, you get a, you get a letter in the mail. Yeah. Um, well, possible pivots in this range to me that I'm, I'm interested in. Otherwise, I'm just going to eat the chalk and move on and, and differentiate my, my DFS lineup somewhere else. But Detry and Svensson, to me, are also intriguing. Svensson doesn't maybe check, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's not very long. He's, he's not short, but, um, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't like him to win. We didn't talk about him in the betting show, but I don't, I don't think he's a bad DFS play. He's hitting it well. Irons are usually pretty solid. This is the time of year he won the RSM last year. So, uh, totally different golf course, but... And then Thomas Detchery has, if you just look at his record on these like birdie fest resort courses that are coastal, he has done very, very well. Detchery is currently 60th in the FedEx Cup standing. So he is the last man in those next 10 uh, ranking. Uh, by the way, and Svensson is 59th in the world golf ranking. I think, you know, he, he won the RSM last year. He got to play in the Masters in, this year. So I don't, think, I don't think he's qualified for next year. So, you know, maybe he's looking at this for a Masters thing. Or maybe he just looks at it and says, I'm playing really well. I want to keep it up. But I think both those guys are, are somewhat interesting pivots. Yeah, I, I like Akshay. I, I think Akshay at 9,200, you know, you look at the stats for him. I mean, he's, he's top 20 in the field in, you know, ball striking, putting. 
bombs it off the tee just mm. bombs it he played well at the mexico open back here in april which was um i say here wasn't the same location but it was feels like it's a similar course but yeah, yeah um finished I, I believe fourth um you know i think he was in the final group he, yeah with, you know he wasn't was. he he kind of he kind of boy he i think he had a horrible sunday yeah, I don't I think it correctly. went too well. I think the, the pressure got to him a little bit. I was trying to figure out where he is in the rankings, which is probably much lower than I think he should be. Like, like Akshay like is 97th. 97th. In the okay. facts. So he's like, he's kind of in that no man's land where I mean, he's probably going to, he's going to keep his card. I mean, he, he also won. Remember how he, what, what's, what's the deal with that? Like he won that, what do you win, the Barracuda or something? I don't think you get a master's invite. No, that. no, no, not a master's. I'm talking about just his card. I, I don't think yeah. he's really playing for anything I in terms of the I think you still do stuff. get the two-year exemption. Yeah. So he's got the card for two years, but it's, it's not like he has any, any special stuff that Incentive. he gets to do. Yeah. yeah. So, but I do like, I like Akshay this week. Um, I think he could be a good one. I'd be interested to see where his ownership is. Um, still like lists, so I'm I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have to sprinkle in some lists down there at nine thousand. Kirk is gonna be one of the low. He might be the lowest owned guy in this whole in this whole range. Agree. But I don't know that I'll be in, I don't know that I'll be interested if he is. So what has Kirk been? He hasn't been doing much lately, has he? He hasn't even played since the BMW. At least, right. um, right. I don't know if he played overseas any, but I doubt it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. This may I feel be like, like Kirk's like a big family man. I'm surprised he's here. Like I think he could be doing some Halloween stuff right now. You know what? I, I bet this is like a. I bet this is kind of a vacation spot, and it's a. Let me tune it up before the RSM because he's mm-hmm. he's in the Sea Island. I think I'm pretty sure he's in the Sea Island Mafia down there. So he wants to be like a little bit sharp for the hometown event, not just come in cold. So um, I could see that. I could see that being like Kirk's here. All right, let's move on. AK range. Before we do, don't forget our weekly listener league link is in the description. You can join two different listener leagues. We have an NFL league and we have uh, we have an NFL weekly tiers league and a PGA weekly tiers league. So uh, I think it's six different tiers. You pick a, a, a player from the NFL or you pick a PGA tour player for the PGA contest. Compete against me and Pat every week. We're kind of in a slump right now for the NFL. Started off really hot. Now me and Pat are struggling a little bit, but that's okay. Hop in there. Contests go up every single week through the NFL season on Splash. You can click the link and join. Uh, both contests are pretty pretty easy. They're both two max entry, $5 entries, so 10 bucks total gets you in, gets you maxed out in each contest. Um, and we, we, the, the payouts are solid. Payouts are solid. So get in there. Help us fill it up every week and, um, and participate in the Listener League with me and Pat and a bunch of other Tour Junkies fans that are uh, – Trying, to, trying some stuff out over there on Splash. It's fun. It's unique, unique uh, contest. All right. AK range. Um, I don't love this range. I, I mean, I, I like a couple names in here, but I don't, I, don't, I don't love it. There's one name I do love. By the way, I, di- I didn't talk enough about how much I love Hostler, but I figured I did that enough on the betting show. I, I mean, maybe people watch both. Hostler would be a cash play for me in the 9K. Um, Cash play for me in the 8K and the guy I love here, but I do think he's going to be popular, is Davis Thompson. I'm sure you agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely my favorite player in here. Um, Playing great, bombs it, almost won the Amex, which, according to John Rahm, was a effing birdie contest, right? Putting contest. Yeah. Could be similar here. Use those exact words. Yeah. Um, And 
Davis checks almost every single box that you'd want to see. Yeah. So, uh, I totally agree there. You know, I, I feel like we didn't talk about this guy on the on the betting show, but I, I could see me playing a little Hubbard at eighty five hundred. I, I am I am on the Hubbard fence right now. I, I did not write I completely said I bypassed him on the betting show, didn't want to look at it for outrights. But I did write his name down as a possible play in the AK range. Irons are good. He he sprays that driver, but he can spray it here. He can putt. Yeah. He's not super long, which, I mean, that's, that's how you're going to pivot. Like, the, the narrative, and, it, and rightfully so. I mean, this is a bomber's course. I, I would be shocked if we hear anything different from our friend Austin when he, when he tells us about uh, the golf course. Like, I'd be shocked if we hear anything different about, other than just absolute sin driver, bombs away. So, you know, a way to get different in DraftKings is I don't know that I would I don't know that I would go crazy, but have a couple of players in your pool who are not gonna check those distance buckets, but they hit their mid and long irons pretty well. And that may be a good way to differentiate. And and Hubbard is one of those guys. He doesn't hit it very far, but his mid irons and his long irons are well above average, probably among some of the top in this field and recently. So like that could be a way that you could evaluate some some possible pivots. Yeah, there's. I mean, you don't need to be abstentious when you're <laughs> when you're taking players this this week. It hits I mean, every time. It hits every every time. It, it hits. <sighs> what was the one you? Don't. What was the one? What was the one? The the one that you butchered. I mean, I don't know a lot of them. The the one you the first one you really butchered on the betting show. Uh oh yeah. <laughs> How'd you say it? Cacophony. Well, it's cacophony. Caca- uh, cacophony. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> uh. Uh. Do you know what abstentious means? No, I don't know what self 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 restraining. Like you don't need to hold self to have a lot of self restraint sometimes when in these in these you know these fields like this you need to sometimes just like you know let yourself free. Oh yeah, just start clicking names and don't hold back. <laughs> Click huh? the names left and right. Oh, oh dear. Um, <clears throat> you know a name that didn't that also didn't come up on the betting show that I was surprised didn't come up. I was kind of leaving him for you, but then you didn't take it. and Then we moved on. But what about Taylor Pendrith? Ah, uh, yeah. I, you know, I actually have him starred. He hasn't been bad lately. Well, he's frustrating. Is at- all he's like miscut third. Yeah. But isn't it the driver that's the biggest deal for him? Or I don't. I um, mean, like he's he hits it yeah, a long hits it way, forever. but he can yeah. he can spray a little bit. But I don't know. Like you look at his stats. Let's take a look. Everything looks pretty good. He's. It's really the putter is very very bad. Yeah, it's really the putter. But I mean, he can go from gaining strokes to not gaining strokes easily. I mean, and and plus it's past Palum. Like that's the thing about past Palum that people need to remember. Like. It's not a hard grass to putt on. They don't ever cut it super short and run it at a 13 or 14 because it's coastal and it just doesn't, it, with the wind, it doesn't, they can't do that. So it's usually slow. The greens are usually flatter than normal, again, because it's coastal. And if they had all these undulations in it, like they wouldn't be able to put flags in certain places because it'd, be it'd be too fast, too illegal. So like it, the, the greens are going to be basic. 
They're going to be some basic bitches. Well, he does have a top five at, at the Bermuda in 2021. I was looking at that. Um, I think you, here's the thing. You bring up something that I think is a good point to mention from an educational standpoint, because Brandel, you know, I like to, I like to uh, educate. And you threw me there. I thought you were about to use one and then you, you <laughs> zigged and I thought you were going to zag. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a word for that. <laughs> I do I have a word for that. Um, oh, non sequitur. Non sequitur. <laughs> That's a sudden subject change. Oh, God. All right. Well, non sequitur. Let me get non sequitur on you. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, when you're, when you're looking at your stat sites, whichever one you like to use or whatever it is, okay? Um, you kind of have to me for an event like this on pass palum, you got to just use overall putting, not pass palum because they don't play, they don't play a whole lot of events on pass. Palum. Yeah. It's small like, sample size. It's a very small sample size. And if you, if you try to just pigeonhole it into the, uh, that's, that's, oh, that's just a normal saying pigeonhole. That's not something. Yeah. 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 Um, if you just try to do that, I actually don't think not, Randall would ever say that, but yeah, you're not getting a good look at, at, um, at where they are putting in general. So you got to make sure you do, you're yeah. doing that. Just, just I think general putting. I don't know if that's what you would look at, but I think just look at general. Yeah, putting. I think overall, I, I I wouldn't mind looking at pass pal and putting splits, but understanding how many rounds that's pulling from. Like if yeah. you're looking at pass pal and splits, and somebody's got four rounds or six rounds on it, I, I just completely ignore that, honestly. But if if yeah. you know if it's somebody that's got 20 to 50 rounds of past palum experience and you're seeing good or bad, you know, that could, that could be something, but in general, yeah. I would agree. Um, okay. Anybody else in this range? I think I'm out on Kuchar, by the way. I mean, I, I don't know why he's priced here other than maybe DraftKings just thought they looked at like course or like tournament history, which obviously his history was at El Camillion, which was a completely different golf course than this. Mm-hmm. So he had a great history. Now he did play well at the Fortinet. It's all it was all putting, but I'm completely out on mispriced Matt Kuchar. And, and even though he will be low owned, I will not be enticed whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. I'm also out on Goderup, who's at 8200, and it's just way too pricey for me. Yeah, we talked about Goderup on the betting show. I should ignore him, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move to the 7K range, Pat. All right. Here's my here's my the 7K range. I, I like. This is where you can, you can get different. However, there are a few names that I think will be popular. The, the one that I know will be popular is Eric Van Ruyen. And, and I think for good reason. He's had a great fall. He's the bubble boy in the FedEx Cup standings. He's 125. Um, we, we know he's, he's battling. He wants to have a great finish. He, he honestly wants to have a great finish this week and then not have to play anymore uh, for the next two weeks. But, um, but he's playing great. He's he's won a birdie fest. He won the I can't ever get I can't ever keep him straight. The Barbasol or the Barracuda. He won one of those. And so I, I think he's and he's cheap. So I think he will for sure be chalk. I have three names that will either be chalk, they'll, they'll either be popular, like I would say over 15%, or they're gonna be like fringy popular, like 10 to 12. They're not gonna be completely overlooked. But they're going to be in that one of those one of those ranges: Cam Champ, Callum Taron, and Harry Hall. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know so much about if 
Harry Hall is going to be. Hall might not be, huh? He may not be, but I agree. I think Taryn, I think Cam Champ. Um, there's one other that I was thinking that could, in, in this cat, you know, this this range could be relatively chalky. Maybe EVR. See, I could see EVR being more than Harry Hall, dude. Are you doing that on purpose? Oh, did you say that already? No, I sp- I spent like a full ninety seconds on EV- EVR. Okay, I missed that. I was looking at words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told I told you on the last show, I would not get mad at you for that. Because yeah, I, I, I was looking at bravo words. to your. Actually, I was looking at phrases this time. So. Okay. Well, you better work a good one in here pretty soon for that, because I literally spent the whole uh, opening of the 7K range talking about EVR. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. No, EVR is for sure the chalk, and I'm saying Champ, Taryn, and Hall, I think, are the next ones. I can't figure out. I, I think you're right. I think Hall could be the one that maybe doesn't get as much love. I like all three. I don't know that you, you know, you depending on where else you're playing popular players and how you're building your lineups, I'm not sure that you need to play all of them, though. Yeah. There has never been and there will never be another EVR. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. As I've said many times. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what about some possible... From pi- the ball striking standpoint. Yes. What, what about some possible pivots here? Um, I think here's a few pivots that I... Look. Do we do we start thinking about Taylor Montgomery? No, I'm not. I get it. I mean, Bomber, you just look putter. at the last couple of events: T16, T35. Taylor Montgomery, T Mont was the one in the fall last year who got hot, and everybody was loving him. And then he just kind of re- he really had a not so great year, considering what we were thinking last fall was going to bring. But now we're seeing a little bit of form out of out of old T Mod. I, I think he could be interesting as a play this week. Um, you know, I don't. I feel like we don't ever want to give Joel Damon enough credit. Plays well. You know, he's won an event in. Well, it wasn't in Mexico. At, at a resort. <laughs> at a resort. Like where he can just now do his own thing. I do he's know been, for a fact Gino is not going to be there. Okay. Guess who? So. so Joel's father-in-law. Is, oh, that's awesome! That's even better. I was. I wish it was the mother-in-law. Oh yeah, because Joel <laughs> said she was hot. Yeah. Um, underrated all-time tour junkies moment. Like I don't know how many years ago, three, four years ago, we interviewed Joel, and we had Joel and Gino and Fleener, Aaron Fleener, on at the same time. Fleener was on, and and Joel, Joel was hammered was deep into the the claws or whatever he was high noons. Yeah, and started talking um, about his hot mother-in-law with while she was standing right there and then we got her yeah. on the call and talked to her for a minute electric stuff this was long before anyone knew who Joel Damon was yeah. um so yeah so apparently the father-in-law has had a dream of caddying for Joel in a tournament so he's getting his opportunity now Joel is playing well and um i just i don't know i don't know if i like Joel and father-in-law as much as I like Joel and Gina together. Could be weird. I don't know. I think that's a little recusterous if you ask me. I think <laughs> he could easily. Oh, that one got me. That, that, that one snuck up. That was a sniper in the bushes one there. That one got me. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I didn't see that one coming. Um, Joel's one here. Uh, you know, sometimes you get in the 7K range and there's just guys that you're just going to click and you just want to play. Lanto Griffin's one of them. He's played well. 
this this fall with a T13 at the Shriners, had that T28 at Sanderson Farms. I, th- I think Lonto could be interesting for sure. Um, nobody really, though. I mean, wh- why wouldn't we look at Norlander again? Yeah, I, I looked at him. I, I think he's he just does a lot of damage on Bermuda, I feel like. Yeah. So I think I might bounce on that. Now, now I was thinking about Ben Griffin possibly as a pivot. I wonder if people, like, because he played well, what was it, a couple weeks ago? And then he... Well, he should have won a few weeks he ago. he didn't and play well. Just completely collapsed. Yeah, that's right, at the Sanderson. Yeah. Then he, like, trunk slammed at the Shriners, almost DFL at the Zozo. But, and I know this is not Bermuda, which is normally where he would thrive, but... Something about like, cause, cause you know, remember what happened to him? I mean, his driver went off the reservation. Yeah. Which I don't think can happen here for him. It could for me, but I don't know about for him. And the putting is hot. The iron plays hot. I kind of think he could be a, a low. I don't think people, a lot of people are going to play him. Like they're around like Pendrith and Champ. I could see him getting a little bit overlooked between like Davis Thompson, Pendrith, Champ, all right there in his in his range, and Taron, who we think is going to be a little bit popular. I, I thought he was interesting. Um, I my my Chad Ramey radar is kind of popping a little bit. I know that's a random name, not a super long hitter, but the ball striking's been solid. He's had a great fall, a couple top twenties in the fall, uh, really good putter. So he he could could separate himself from the field, making a bunch of putts. And honestly, I hadn't realized how good Michael Kemp's hitting it right now. Yeah. Have you? You know, I was just I was just looking at it. I mean, and he did have a top twenty at the Shriners. He's and he's, he's very annoying on Twitter. He is I think. annoying. He's, God, he's a, such a thirst trapper on Twitter. Yeah, he is. But you're right. He is he's been playing and hitting the ball a lot better for sure. Um, I talked about him on the betting show. I talked about him at the uh Shriners. Um, but Vincent Whaley. I'm I'm I think Vincent Whaley is definitely in play. The guy's always been a long hitter, always been a good putter. The irons have held him back. His irons have started to pop here in the fall. He's coming off the the injuries on a major medical. He's got to have some good finishes here in the fall. So I, I think he's a possible pivot as well. Um, the last one I'll throw out here is is Sam Ryder, who continues to play well. Doesn't hit it very far, but the irons are tremendous. He's 63rd in the FedEx, so he's on the outside of that next 10 bubble. Um, I, I think I think Ryder could be an interesting play. <clears throat> and I just have to say, love to see Mav McNeely back in action this week. Is, yeah, is, I, know is, you, I know you do. You're such a big fan. Is one of the yeah was one of the the co chairs of the Mav McNeely fan uh, fan club. Happy to see him back after a, a medical sur- surgery on the shoulder. I think. Uh, hope he's hope he's playing great. I don't I don't know that I'll be playing him unless I hear something. But hope he's playing great. Yeah, I agree. Peter Kess, by the way, he just remains in a quagmire for me. Like I just don't. Are people done with him? I'm not. I've, I'm I'm still very much tempted by by him. Okay. I, I'm so you're t- not in, you're not in a quagmire. No, I'm not in a quagmire. No, mm-hmm. I, I this seven K range is where I'm I'm going to differentiate. And and I think Kest is possibly one. Ramey for sure. Whaley for yeah. sure. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else in the seven K? Nah, that's it for me. 
Uh, well, we don't have any underdog picks up as of now, recording this on Monday. But don't forget, you can get involved in underdog if you're watching on YouTube. All the states where you, you are eligible uh, for their pick'em game. They also have the best best ball platform in America or the world, one or the other. It's the best. So click the link in the description. Join if you haven't already. Code Junkies gets you a 100% deposit match up to $100. Link is in the description. We love Underdog. We give out Underdog plays every week in the Discord. And we've got a whole chat channel dedicated in the Discord to people addicted to Underdog pick and plays in every sport. Our boy John Sayer, actually, I think. Shout out John Sayer. I think he delivered a a huge one to the community uh, just this past week on Underdog. It was like a five or six-legger that all clicked. It was a big one. So. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good people contributing, a lot of good plays in the Discord, a lot of it based off underdog plays. Um, and, and underdog's doing that 100K sweat Sunday thing where like, if you put one of those picks in, a, you know, in, in one of your plays, you get, they draw and they give 10 people $10,000 every, every week. It's a free opportunity to win 10 grand. So shout out underdog. All right, 6K range draft, and we will get out of here, Pat. You ready for this? Yes, I will let I you, uh, Brandel. I'm sorry. I will let you go first, Brandel. You're you're the uh, distinguished, uh, distinguished gent here. So I'll let you go first. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I am going to start at 6,500 DB, and this is a guy that is. I'm just going with a cut maker right now. He's made yeah. four straight cuts. He's played four events this fall, so he's he's loading up the fall schedule. Ben Taylor. Oh, sneaky 500. Sneaky Tay, huh? The Englishman, we were kind of liking him this time last year, and then he and then he got married, and fell off. Yeah, completely fell off. I mean, it's really bad. Uh, well, speaking of cut maker, I'm going to go with one too, and I've been talking about him all fall, and he's paid off. Uh, not only making cuts, but three top twenty fives in three events in the fall. I don't know how you ignore Kelly Craft. Uh, he's he's not going to be ignored in DFS contests. He's going to have some ownership, but uh, I still like him. Now he's not a long hitter. But the irons have been fantastic, a lot like Hubbard. You can, he can make up for it with good mid-long iron play, and he's a really good putter, 6,800 Kelly Craft. I like it. I'll stay right there with you in, six, in the 6,800 uh, price range there. And I'll go Carl Yuan. Love at, it. Um, you know, 6,800, he's made his last three cuts also. Had that T6 at Sanderson Farms. He really competed also with a chance to win. So I'll go with Carl Yuan. All right, I, I, I liked Carl a lot. He was going to be one that I was going to choose if I was going to kind of go safe here. But I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little off the radar for these next two picks. I think I'm going to be off the radar here. Shout out Ryo Ishikawa. Ooh, okay. it's 6700. Finished fourth at the Zozo. Gets him a little opportunity. Earns him an opportunity here back on the PGA Tour. Guy was a world class player. For a while, thought he was going to be the next big thing uh, out of Japan, and but the guy still hits the piss out of it, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm tempted by the possible upside, and and maybe it's just like, you know, maybe it's just the new shiny object, and we don't really know about how bad it could be in a in a real, you know, a full field event like this. But a fourth at the Zozo is is nothing, you know. I mean, it's, it's nothing to ignore. So I'm going to go Ryo. Okay, I I I don't mind it. Um, you're not gonna like this one, but um, 
I, I don't care. Um, at sixty nine hundred, I'm. I just can't, can't not do it. Robbie Shelton coming off a of T four at the Zozo had two missed cuts before that, but then a top twenty at the Fortinet. Yeah, I know, man. I just I love Robbie. I just I think at least for the rest of twenty twenty three, I don't want to be hurt anymore. I don't want to pick the wrong Robbie week. I just want to I just want to get through twenty twenty three, reassess for twenty twenty four. Yeah. All right. Last pick for me. Last pick for us in the six K range. Told you I was gonna get I was gonna get a little strange. Um, I'm going down to sixty four hundred journeyman on the pga tour he's got his card he's lost his card he's got his card scott harrington sixty four hundred dollar bomber scott harrington 30th at the fortinet 35th at the sanderson he's been on tour for quite some time he's got a hundred or yeah a hundred more than a hundred log tour events his third his best or his third best finish ever on tour was at corrales um he had a good finish at Puerto Rico back in the day, another good finish at Bermuda back in the day. I think Scott could tear up a resort course that lets him rip driver a bunch. So I'm going to go with $6,400 Scott Harrington. Okay. Um, That's it. That's is that six. all of them? Yeah. Okay, good. Ben Taylor, Kelly Kraft, Carl Yuan, Ryo Ishikawa, Robbie Shelton, and Scott Harrington is your 6K draft. Remember last time we did this, all six made the cut. And I think our worst finish, like a 34th or something. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. It was the best one we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, anything else you need to say, Brandon, before we let you out of here for Halloween? No, I mean, I am not being glib when I tell you this. It has been a fantastic show. It really has. <laughs> and I, I so much enjoy uh, you, DB. I, I was hoping you would find a different word for fantastic and sneaky. Yeah. You need to work on that okay, yeah, on okay. the side. Um, if you did not watch the betting show at the end, we have a little fun with a segment where we just say, Hey, if you knock on this tour player's house for, for Halloween trick or treat, what do you get? The last 10 minutes or so, we had a good time with that one, including producer Tony got in on the fun. Some of the comments were good. Uh, so go check that out. If you haven't already, it's going to be a great week. I can feel another winter coming. We've already hit. I mean, Pat's hit Thagala, Tom Kim. Anybody else, or the, just those two for now? I had Eric Cole at the Zozo, and Morikawa just ran away with it. So yeah, that's right. So we've hit some winners, and uh, you know, thirty to one, fifty to one, still spins in the fall, just like it does in spring or summer. That's if Ludwig doesn't go ahead and get it done at nine to one. Uh, but wish you all the best too in your DraftKings DFS selections. We'll be back next week for the Butterfield Bermuda. I think Pat's, uh, you know, Pat might oil himself down even more than he is right now for that one. Mm. Just get okay. real buttery, real glisteny. Yeah, All right. We'll see. May your we'll screens see about that. May your screens be green. See ya.